welcome to the Thriving Advisor Show. I'm Ike Ikoku, and together with Nina Venturella, we are co-founders of the Cochinaire Institute and the Seven Figure Mentor Program. We help executives create successful transitions out of corporate life without jeopardizing their current employment and without risk to their family, finances, or future. We launch business consulting practices for our clients and use that as a vehicle to establish their personal brand, their thought leadership, and to monetize their purpose, passion, wisdom, expertise, and experience. This helps them address the problem of how to design a successful transition out of corporate life and into doing something adventurous and fulfilling that allows them to have the kind of impact, influence, and income they desire in this next chapter of their life. We believe that executives who have been thriving in the boardroom with their responsibilities to their current employer can also thrive outside of the boardroom in their post-corporate life. We know that you have relevant experience, expertise, as well as a unique message and or a passion project that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet in the next 15 to 20 minutes. All right, well, let's get into today's show. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Thriving Advisors podcast. With me today is Gavin Sequera, and he is founder of a couple of really cool businesses. So, Gavin, welcome to the show today. Hey, thanks a lot, Ike. It's my pleasure. Awesome. Glad to have you here. So, tell us a little bit about your company or companies, and uh, tell us a little bit about what they do at a high level. Look, at a very high level, we help people to find their path in life. You know, there's a lot of people like, as you would be aware of, that are kind of just going through the motions day to day and they're stuck. You know, maybe they feel helpless, especially with what's happened over the last couple of years. You know, there's a lot of people that are just looking for a better way. Um, Some people are stuck in corporate. Uh, I used to work in a a corporate environment. I know what it's like. Uh, You know, there's the pressures, there's the politics, there's the bosses you don't like, there's the hours you don't like, there's the travel, there's while for some people that's exciting, you know, after a while it kind of wears on you, especially when you have family and kids and, and all those kind of responsibilities. Yeah. So is there a better way in life? You know, there is. And for those people, we try and help them set up their own business on the side, something that they're passionate about, something that they can, you know, do in their off time. And over time, we show them how to systemize it, get it to a point where, you know, it can make them some money, they can monetize it, and then maybe gradually they can transition towards it. That's called break free from corporate. I love it because it kind of helps people get their passions out into the real world and make a difference. So that's that's one of them. And the other one uh, is called Reset, Revive, Thrive. And basically, it's about helping people just get back into the swing of things when life has hit them really hard. You know, they need a whole reset. And again... Uh, you know, business owners, you know, people that uh, it could be, they could be students, they could be, they could be anyone really who is just needing to completely reset and recalibrate. Mm-hmm. And it's all online. It's, it's help there that's available, uh, some really good founding principles to help people get back on track. And so that's the sort of stuff that I do. I, I love it because it made a difference in my life. So it's my way of kind of giving back. 
Cool. Well, tell us a little bit about your backstory. What were you doing before you started these companies? Yeah. Hey, listen, um, you know, I, I talked about the whole corporate world, right? So, you know, I was that corporate guy, suit and tie. <laughs> you know, I'd rock up to work at 7.30 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever it was. I had to beat the traffic to get there. I know what it's like to be, you know, an hour commute each way. And um, and then I'd get there and I'd be slammed. And then I'd be, you know, no one works nine to five, right? I, I was there at least nine or 10 hours and sometimes more. Um, and that's all part of the job. But after a while, it got to me. You know, I did it for over 10 years and, um, you know, I reached senior management roles and I had people I was looking after. And But it got to me. It got to me for a few reasons. One, because I was, you know, work was my priority. It took over my life. You know, it, it meant it came at a price where I was missing out on family time. I was missing out on um, family engagements. I had to travel internationally for my work because I had a, a sort of a, a global role. And, you know, I missed out on engagements, housewarming, you know, all the sort of stuff that when you're in your 20s and early 30s, you want to do this stuff, right? And so I, I was like, geez, I got a good job, but I don't have a life. You know, and I was on the road, I was eating out, take out all the time. I, I was drinking like six, seven cups of coffee and all these other bad stuff. My health was terrible. My mindset was pretty bad, you know, and I was just working harder and harder each day. And uh, I couldn't see the end in sight. And it kind of burnt out, to be honest. You know, I, I did that burnt out. And uh, then I started doing some personal development because I needed a way out. And this is before Facebook. This was before YouTube. Mm. I, I left the corporate world about 15 years ago. Right? Okay. So it kind of shows my age a little bit. But uh, I started reading books. Remember books? <laughs> and, uh, you know, going to seminars. And, and I, you know, did Tony Robbins' program. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tapes, yep. CDs. Yes, that's right. And, you know, these I, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki and people like that. And I thought, hey, these guys are onto something. How come I've never come across this information before? And it really changed my life because it, it got me thinking on a different path. And I started exploring, you know, what if I put my talents to other use? Could I set up a business? Could I do things differently? Mm -hmm. And one thing led to another. I started a side business. And then I, and then I, got, made, I got laid off. I got made redundant from my job. And this was the turning point for me, Ike, because I had a choice. You know, I was a top performer in my company and they said, hey, Gavin, we can keep you around if you want, but half your pay and you're going to have to do more work. But that's that's it. There's no choice. And I, at that moment, I said, you know what, guys, I'm out. Thanks very much. And I started building my business. I, I took on part-time jobs. I worked as a telemarketer. I, I did all kinds of things to get the business going in the background. And, you know, 15 years later, you know, I'm, I am where I am today. And I'm just really fortunate I, I was able to make those changes early on. Uh, and so now I kind of help people that are, are stuck in that in that phase. And, you know, it shouldn't take you 15 years to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those yeah. are some pretty bold decisions you made. And yeah. not easy for a lot of people. And I know people who contemplate the transition who will toil over that not for a month or two but literally years so talk a little bit about the fears the concerns that you had totally. at the moment and how you were able to overcome them oh look it was a scary thing because you know i i did the traditional route you know i, I read the rich dad poor dad story i had the poor dad i love my dad you know but but i had that mentality go to school work hard go to college get a good job and you work there the rest of your life yeah. And it wasn't working for me, man. Like I, I, um, 
I was stressed, I was burnt out. I was, and when I decided to have these different thoughts and I was looking at business ideas and I was venturing out, I started looking at writing a book. I had a lot of negative feedback from some people that, I, that were close to me. And, and they, it wasn't from a trying to hold me back. It was almost trying to protect me from making a mistake. Yeah. And they were saying to me, hey, Gavin, you got two degrees, you got an MBA, a good job, good career prospects. What are you doing? Why are you looking at running a podcast? Why are you writing a book? I mean, do that as a hobby, but come on, seriously, get a job, you know? And, and it was hard because I had to I had to really believe in myself and my self-belief was really low. I, I actually didn't know any business owners, uh, entrepreneurs at the time. All my friends worked in corporate. All my family have ever worked in corporate. And I had to, I had to get my inf my my influence from mentors, from books, from CDs, from, you know, uh, seminars. And to me, these weren't real people. They were people who I aspired to, but I didn't know them that well. And I, would, I desperately wanted to have that lifestyle where they had this freedom. And I'm like, how do I get there? What do I need to do? You know, I, I need to go against the grain, really go against uh, the norm over here. And it was tough. It was tough for the first few years, but... I guess I'm a stubborn guy and I, I persevered and I almost lost my house. Um, I had to sell an investment property uh, to cut my expenses down. I had to change my lifestyle to accommodate, you know, getting a business off the ground. I really made some tough choices. Yeah. Um, when all my other friends were taking on the second mortgage, having kids, doing all these things. And I'm like, you know, I just don't want to be that guy that works really hard, gets to the age of 65, retires on a pension and goes, you know, lives like that downhill. I didn't want that lifestyle. And uh, I guess I had to do something different. Man, got to love those well-intentioned friends and acquaintances trying to <laughs> rescue you from that big bold decision. Yeah, yeah, right? hey, we got you, man. We got you. Come back. Come back. Hey, speaking about rescue, oftentimes the decision yeah. point for people who are in corporate looking to do something different is, you know, they start feeling the angst of, you know, eight, nine, 10 hour days and, you know, orders from people who don't really know what they're talking about. They feel like they can do it a better way. And they got this dream, this vision of what it's going to feel and look like when they transition. Yeah. In their mind, they're thinking, you know, I'm not working overtime for that guy. And so they're thinking they're going to ease into this fixed eight hour day as an entrepreneur. And talk a little <laughs> bit about what that reality was like for you. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you alluded to something I, I had no idea about. So um, I don't want to burst anyone's bubble who's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, but it is it is long hours. It's hard work. It's blood, sweat and tears. It's all of that. But guess what? If you're in pursuit of your dream, if it's something that you want to do, you'll make it happen. You know, I mean, you look at the guys who, you know, aspire to become the number one tennis player in the world or the number one golfer or an Olympian. That's their dream. Their dream is to stand on that podium and put that medal on. Right. And they will, you know, they will put in the hours. They will put in the time. They will make the sacrifices. They will shred their body as much as they can. They'll do all the things they have to do. And they won't, they won't party with their friends. They won't, you know, they'll sacrifice to, to make their dream happen. It depends how badly you want it, Ike. If it's something you want, you'll make it happen. You know, quite often I get people who say, hey, I just don't have the time. I'm really busy. I'm like, dude, if you really want this, you got to make the time. You have to, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger had this saying, he said, you just need to sleep faster. <laughs> right? And I guess, you know, we all have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. What are you doing with all of your hours? I mean, you know, do you sleep eight hours a day? 
when you come home from work, you know, what do you do with the four or five hours before you hit the bed? You know, how do you use your weekends? Could you be learning? Could you be doing things better? Today, we live in a time where we have technology on our hands. You can outsource things. You know, you can, you can create businesses or things on the side that, you know, 10 or 20 years ago were impossible. You know, we're in such a good time now. You really have no excuse. If it's something you want to do, you can do it. So that's what I would say. Definitely 100. Um, I find a lot of times people who've been at the managerial C-suite level, who've kind of, you know, made their mark in corporate have very transferable skill sets into something yeah. entrepreneurial. Yet at the same time, they also have a set of skill sets that don't exist. They have to acquire. So what do you yeah. see as the biggest problem slash challenge for people who naively make that transition thinking they've got all what it takes to to make it work so to speak right it's a good point so you know the longer you've been in corporate Mm -hmm. the it's almost the harder it is to to transition out because you are institutionalized Mm -hmm. and you might have these great skills you might be managerial level c-suite level like you said uh and you've got you know great people skills great knowledge skills in that company, in that environment, that little ivory tower, or maybe even in that industry. Take that out, take the brand away from your name, and who are you? Do people know you? Could could you sell, you know, uh, an ice cube to an Eskimo? Could you sell lemonade outside on the street? And you'll find not a lot of people can do it. And not a lot of people want to do it. You know, they feel like, hey, I've worked this hard to get to this point. I don't want to have to start from scratch. And that's one of the hardest lessons I had to learn, Ike, which is when I took the brand away, you know, I worked for companies like IBM, Oracle, mm-hmm. you know, big brand names. When I took that aside and I was setting up my own business, no one knew me. Yeah. I had to start from scratch. I had to pick up the phone. I had to make the call. I had people hang up on me. I had people who wouldn't even return my call. I'd be sending out emails, no response. And I'm like, man, this is hard work. But guess what? <laughs> you know, We don't have the luxury when you start off as an entrepreneur, you don't have an IT department, you don't have HR, you don't have finance departments, and you don't have, you know, someone, a team that you can go, hey, guys, can you do this for me? And I'll I'll be back in an hour and I can take a a, two hour lunch break and, and it's all magically done. You are wearing multiple hats when you start off right? And you're the marketing guy, you're the sales guy, you're the product guy, you're, you have to then also step out of that and become the business guy, right? And this is a tough thing, you know. A lot of the a lot of the transferable skills you're talking about are transferable, but the business skills have to be learned. You know, I think the communication is very different as an entrepreneur versus a seasoned corporate guy, because yeah. you know, you're talking internal politics versus real life. Sure. And uh, that was some of the stuff I had to I had to find out the hard way. But you know, it's good it's good fun. You know, I'm still learning. Okay. You know, it's an yeah. incredible incredible niche that you're in. Uh, the pandemic has certainly accelerated maybe the number of people who would consider making that transition as opposed to kind of sitting on their duff, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, what would you say your company's unique value proposition is in helping deal with some of these issues we're talking about, wearing the multiple hats and not knowing how to market yourself and all the different challenges that come with making that transition? Yeah, good question. As you said, you know, the, this pandemic or this period over the last two years has put people at a point in life where they they, they can make choices now. You know, a lot of people have been forced to work from home. 
So now they've had a, a window into what is it like to work from home and have a bit of a work-life balance situation that they never had before. For some people, it's it's not worked out. For the majority of people I speak to, it's given them an insight into, hey, what if I could work from home? Doing my own thing. Like, you know, I know, I know what it's like to have that situation. I don't have to commute. You know, there's people now that are going back into the office going, hey, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> you know, I can't believe I did this for 10 years or, or 15 years. Um, and so you're right. There, there are more people that are open to the prospects. Mm-hmm. I guess now it's about saying, all right, let me take that next step and figure out what are the skills I have? Where can I make a difference? What are the needs in the community? Could I solve a problem? Could I add my? Could I add value to existing areas in the community and make a dollar out of it? So I'm helping people, but it's helping me, right? If you come from that approach, mm-hmm. that's what makes us different. We we don't help people to set up an Amazon account and sell shoes, right? That's that's not me. That's not us. Uh, we help people set up businesses that make a difference. So, uh, and what I mean by that is, if you have something of value to offer. It, you could be an accountant, right? And there might be a thousand accountants out there. But if your business is aimed at helping other businesses prosper so that the, the people who are running those businesses could have more free time to be with their family, to uh, make a difference in their communities, not you come from a very different mindset than the average accountant out there. Or you can transfer that to any type of business, really. And mm-hmm. we come from that space. We show people how to systemize things how to put you know, technology to good use, how to outsource, to really work smart from day one, set a plan where you, know, you have a vision, mm-hmm. you have goals, and then how do you align that to your day-to-day actions you know, so that everything is aligned? So you're not spinning your wheels really hard, but you're never going to get there. We show people how to draw a roadmap so you can get there. And you know, I, these were things that were taught by several mentors of mine over the period of the last 15 years. I've just condensed it. We have a very, very unique approach. Um, and to be honest, I don't know too many people out there that are doing the program the way we do it with the one-on-one help and the group help and the community as well. So we use technology, but we use common sense. We use yeah. a people yeah. approach and we, we use a community spirited approach, if that makes sense. Sure. So that's, that's where we're different. And how would you describe an ideal client for you guys? Yeah, look, someone who I, I guess has reached that, that point in life where they're, they're ready to try something different. You yeah. know, Albert Einstein famously said, if you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, you know, that's the definition of insanity, right? Mm-hmm. right? You know, the, the funny thing is a lot of people do that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, when people eventually get to the other side, they go, oh, yeah, you know, that's common sense. But you know, the funny thing about common sense is it's not common. And so we sometimes have to break people's barriers and help them change their mindset. So they go, hey, you know what? I am ready to take this, this challenge. It's not a massive leap of faith because if you know you need to do something different, then let us show you a proven path. Yeah. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, if I followed a set of rules and I got there, you can do the same thing. And so we help train people to think differently. Therefore, they act differently differently. Therefore, they get different results. That's the that's the process. That's awesome. So if we yeah. got people out there that are listening right now who feel like they might fit the demographic for what you're talking about, but let's say they're a little um, introverted, they're not ready to pick up a phone, pick up the phone and reach out, but they like, you know, you're you're speaking to some stuff that I've been thinking about. Do you have resources that you make available to help them? 
kind of get better acquainted with what that transition may look like, get some answers, some questions answered, get them thinking a little, you know, uh, more in depth about that process. Totally, man. I don't expect people to just go, hey, I want to have a chat with Gavin now. It's like, whoa, 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 put the brakes on. You know, it's, but um, yeah, you're right. You know, if you want to, if anyone listening to this wants to read something or maybe just get their head around some concepts, uh, I put an ebook out uh, a few years ago and it, it got a lot of traction. It's called The Eight Bulletproof Ways to Escape Your Nine to Five Without Risking Your Income. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe it, Ike. It's had literally hundreds of thousands of views. People have downloaded it. I don't talk to all those people, sure. but I know that it is impacting people when they read it because I do get the feedback, I get the comments. And for those people that want to then reach out to me, there's many ways. You know, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on social media uh, like Facebook and Instagram and all of the, the like. You can email me, you can reach me through my website. But that ebook might be a good starting point. There's mm-hmm. also a webinar on my website. If people want to listen or watch something, I talk about it. And if that's your thing, you're welcome to go there as well. So I'm happy to you know, send you the links for that. Awesome. You can just, uh, if you wanted to send them to one place where they could get access to you, what, what would be the best resource for them to do so? I would say breakfreefromcorporate.com. Fantastic. Right? All one word, breakfreefromcorporate.com. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. and, and you'll find it all there and you can, you know, listen to some people's testimonials and stories. And there's a podcast there where I share people's journeys, just like we're doing now. Mm-hmm. You know, how did they get there? What did they do? What was their challenges? How, you know, these are everyday people like you and me, Ike, but they did something different. And if that at the very least inspires you, then I've done my job. Fantastic. Give you the final word. If you had one piece of wisdom, advice you wanted to share with the audience on what it's like to make that seemingly risky decision to leave what you've always known for decades to do something different, uh, what piece of advice would you have for them? You know, life was meant to be lived. Um, and some people live to work their whole life. I really believe in the opposite. I think, you know, we need to work, right? But work to live, enjoy your life and give back. Because uh, I think the minute we stop working too hard and we start enjoying, you know, you need to smell the roses, smell the coffee, you know, help other people become successful. My, my advice would be, the more you can position yourself to make a difference to other people, the more enriched your life becomes. So, you know, don't follow the rest of the crowd just because they're going to work till 65, 70. That's fine. You can do that, but do it in a way that makes sense for you. So set yourself up for success now. If you have the opportunity, it just gets harder as you get older. Do it while you're younger, while you've got the ability to do it. You'll never look back. You'll never have regrets and, you know, enjoy your life as much as you possibly can. That's, that's the, I guess, my last tip. Love it. Very, very sound advice. Well, listen, folks, it's been another great episode of the Thriving Advisors podcast. Hope you've picked up some gems from what Gavin has had to share about their unique approach to helping people make that transition out of the corporate world into doing something adventurous in the entrepreneurial space or for those who are just looking to be revived, recharged, and just feel the zest again in terms of what they're doing and how to get to that next major milestone for their lives. I hope this has been a tremendous value. Until next time, when we have another exciting guest, I want to thank you all and uh, wish you all a great day. Bye bye now.
Welcome to the Thriving Advisor Show. I'm Ike Ikoku, and together with Nina Venturella, we are co-founders of the Cochinaire Institute and the Seven Figure Mentor Program. We help executives create successful transitions out of corporate life without jeopardizing their current employment and without risk to their family, finances, or future. We launch business consulting practices for our clients and use that as a vehicle to establish their personal brand, their thought leadership, and to monetize their purpose, passion, wisdom, expertise, and experience. This helps them address the problem of how to design a successful transition out of corporate life and into doing something adventurous and fulfilling that allows them to have the kind of impact, influence, and income they desire in this next chapter of their life. We believe that executives who have been thriving in the boardroom with their responsibilities to their current employer can also thrive outside of the boardroom in their post-corporate life. We know that you have relevant experience, expertise, as well as a unique message and or a passion project that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet in the next 15 to 20 minutes. All right, well, let's get into today's show. 